Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. What do you got for me? Talk to us like an adult. But I'm not going to answer the question until you ask it correctly. Hello and welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast for the local church, by the local church. My name is Josh Loftus and I'm here with my my bro, my bro Jack, my man with a plan. Amigo. My amigo. What's going on, buddy? It's, uh... It's breezy. It's, bre- it's breezy, is it? <laughs> it's a nice day today. It's breezy. Okay. Y'all clown on the Pacific Northwest in our weather. It is a nice day. And man, it is like 75, nice outside, partly cloudy, a little bit of clouds in the sky. Got that got that Shekinah going, you know? So. And then five minutes later, it's raining. <laughs> just five oh, minutes. Exactly. Just give it five minutes. It'll oh, change. It'll, it'll remind you where you're at. It'll remind you. Oh, man. Hey, things are pretty good, man. I mean, overall, I mean, you know, going through some, going, going through, through some, some ish, some yeah, ish, going some ish. ish. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Jesus can't cover. That's true. Right? That's right? true. Right? But hey, we're good. We're good with our families. We're good with Jesus. Yeah. Like that's all we need, man. Yeah. Right. Right. That's true. Jesus comes through for us in the best of times. Uh, and the worst of times, because right now, you know, there are some organizations having the worst of times right now. Oh, yeah. If you, if you, if you anywhere, oh, yeah. you frequenting anywhere <laughs> on the socials, <laughs> man, it's, well, okay, I'm just going to say this, and and I'm not going to delve into much detail, but it's a bad day to be in the SBC. Oh, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> However you look at it, how, whatever it's, side you fall on, <laughs> it's I'm a bad to, day. I am not, I'm not trying to <laughs> laugh at this, but man, yo. When you shoot yourself in the foot so many times, you are not able to walk anymore. And I don't think they realize that they cannot walk anymore. Well, and they should take your guns away. Is yeah, what they should do. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is uh it's going to be a it's going to be some reckoning going on with uh I think their their meeting is next week. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, it's going to be a reckoning. Those messengers that they got going, yo, they're going to it is either going to be close or it's going to be unanimous that there's going to be some third-party investigations coming on that Joker. Well, and here's the thing. Like, all joking aside, whatever whatever side you land on, and, like, like everyone loves the extremes, right? It, I mean, it doesn't matter what argument sure, sure, sure. You're, you're in, right? Everyone loves the extremes. Everyone loves to pick one side or the other of the, of the polar opposites of the argument and grab and quote and retweet 
anybody that fits that narrative. Sure. Right? Whatever side you land on, we should be very sad at yeah. the state yes. of Absolutely. a very prevalent uh, denomination yeah. in the U.S., right? So our prayers and our, our desire for reconciliation on all sides should be there. We should be praying for these folks. And for goodness gracious sake, stop dunking on Twitter, people. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Especially, and, and I, I realize people could be like, well, what are you guys doing right now? Like, we ain't dunking on nobody. But especially, like, if you ain't in the SBC... Yeah. Just 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 be quiet. I mean like just, just I stay will, quiet. I will say that I'll like tweets here and there, but I can't really speak to it because I'm not in the SBC and I can't I will say that I want justice to happen for the people who are involved. Sure. And I want yeah. truth to come forward and I want repentance and conciliation and reconciliation to happen. But yeah, it's just a difficult day to be in that denomination. Um yeah. and I wanna say as well too. Um, there are some fantastic SBC churches out there, absolutely. Who are who are not sheltering abusers nor uh, participating in that kind of culture. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's a very tough day all around for the SBC. And I mean, I just hope and pray that something happens. Yeah, we need to be careful. And and this isn't just with this issue. This is with tons of issues that are going on in the church right now. We need to make sure that we're not. Blanket statementing, blanket is that statementing? Broad brushing, broad yeah. brushing. There yeah. you go. That 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 we're not applying something that happened and using it as a reflection of the whole. Right. In some cases, that might be true. In some cases, it might be not. Yeah. We don't know. So we need to be careful when we are engaging with people online and engaging in these things that we're being fair and critical and using this word that a lot of people seem to not understand is discernment (laughs) we need to be utilizing the god-given discernment that we have through the holy spirit right and and be fair and be patient be gentle and don't uh you know don't start lobbing grenades where we don't know what the target is you know what i'm saying yeah what's going on jt i'm doing well how are you sir uh diet coke jack wants his diet coke oh yes absolutely thank you sir appreciate it Yes, that's right, folks. We keep it real here. Oh, we, dude, of course we're keeping it real here. This is why people love us, man. It's because we ain't we ain't some like polished like Reformed Baptist <laughs> podcast with driving around expensive cars <laughs> and, and like all their listeners and conferences. Like we we keeping it real for our folks. Yeah, we're, we're not keeping uh, it real. We are not driving around Bentleys. Okay. Who needs a Bentley? Uh, Toyotas and Who? Mazdas. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Dependable. <laughs> it will. It will outlast any Bentley, <laughs> guarantee it. And I look—I was going to say I look just as cool, but but, but that, ain't, that ain't true. That that ain't true in the slightest, not in the slightest. So something, Jack, that I think we need to talk about yes, because sir. this has come up on social a couple times. Yeah, and I actually had a, a short discussion with a dude uh, online about this. Yeah. Um, is this and and it's very apropos to kind of the culture that we're in right now church wise uh-huh. is talking about how we cannot as Christians that that love Jesus yeah separate our love for our savior yep from the love we have for his people yeah right there's this growing and I mean it's always been there but there's this growing um 
I don't want to say a trend because I don't think it's I don't think it's that, but but kind of this growing idea that you can love Jesus and not love his church. Sure. Right? And that because the church is so broken, because it has so many flaws, because it has so much hypocrisy that we can completely disregard it and push it away. Yeah. Um, while at the same time remaining faithful to what we believe about Christ. Yeah. And what Christ has commanded us, right? Yeah. So basically the idea is I can love Jesus, but not love his church, mm. right? Not yeah. not go to church, not not be part of a part of a local body. Yeah. And that separation is is being made. Um, sure. And here's the thing, like I think before we kind of dive into what we think about that, let's let's be very clear. In most cases, not yeah. all, but yeah. in a lot of cases, yeah. that mentality is stemming out of some great pain. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Right? And some great uh, suffering and kind of a gut reaction, if you will, of some legitimately bad things that have happened, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the, I would say the biggest thing, I think it is primarily in America or North America for that matter, we are seeing this wave of deconstructionism. I think there are healthy ways of deconstruction, and I think there are unbiblical ways of deconstruction. Well, and the problem is the term deconstruction has been so sure, hijacked. Sure, and that's like, and that's and even different word. And even the and even the word deconstruction has some stigma behind it as well too. So I understand that as well too. But I mean, right now, I think what we're dealing with is people who have been deeply wounded by uh, shepherds of the church, pastors, elders, maybe even deacons as well too, in a either abuse case or a spiritual abuse case or some type of neglect that has happened, some type of gaslight issue, some type of, you like, uh, just do what I say and just don't question me kind of matter. And that has an effect on that person. Um, and that has an effect on their trust. And that has an effect on a lot of other things in their life. And so that is, is kind of your background for a lot of people who have maybe take this kind of stance to a certain degree or even have gone even further and abandoned the faith and shipwrecked their faith or are taking this time in which they're kind of in this in-between moment where they're like, I, I do love Jesus and I do love him, but it's really hard for me to reconcile his love for me and the non-love I'm seeing from this certain church body, certain body of believers. So, Right, because, I mean, here's the thing. If you... if in really any other part of life, right? Yeah. If we are hurt over and over again by yeah. the same thing, we're going to cut it out of our lives. Yeah. Right. Um, now, obviously, there's things that aren't that you shouldn't do that with, like working out or eating well, because working out's not fun, um, unless you're one of those freaks that actually likes it. Yo, I've been Yo. going to the pool, and I love my my lap swim days, man. Is lap swim actually working out? Is, it is. swimming actually like come absolutely? On. Come on, if you're ta- if you're Diligent in timing yourself and yeah. doing that, I think it definitely is. So. All right, all right. Well, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. But, 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 you get what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we are kind of conditioned as Americans to if it hurts, don't do it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. If if it's if it's causing me some sort of pain or anxiety or frustration, or if it I'm stretches just you. if it stretches me, I'm just going to cut yeah. it out. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're not very good at discipline. Yeah. Just just in most areas of life, right? The problem arises when we kind of 
take that mentality and apply it to the church as well. Yeah. Because for a lot of people, you know, you and me included, um, the church has been the source of a lot of pain. Yeah. And a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And a lot of sadness and yeah. hurt. Yeah. Like, like we've both experienced that very, very um, acutely in mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. And if it, it's very easy for us to feel that desire to just like, okay, forget it. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. Right. Like all this pain that I've gone through and this frustration, like, like there's a simple solution to this. I can just not do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people take that route and that's, that's kind of where it's stemming from. Right. So we have to understand where it's coming from first. Yeah. Um, in order to be able to, I think, engage in that issue correctly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think another thing that plays into this that is talked a lot about in scripture is this idea that the the bride of Christ and Christ are in this relationship and it's the mystery of marriage, right, that Paul talks about. So I'll give you an example how this would not go well in real life, um, but also how this needs to be addressed too in some cases. Um, if if I if my wife were to say something to me and she just disagrees with me about something that's going on and that that's not sinful and she's like okay well I'm divorcing you <laughs> right. uh, over me not doing the laundry I mean stuff like that I've had these conversations before with my wife and believe me where they she's can be worked to divorce out you? they can be worked out uh, no they have not no they have not led to threats of divorce but seriously I know, I like know, know. certain things like that can be worked out and manageable right yeah now I will say there's a difference between that and there's a difference between legitimate abuse like you yes. need to call the cops right nine one one your your significant other is abusing you physically mentally i mean even sexually now we're starting to get a lot of cases in which um certain men are like raping their wives um so i mean there are certain degrees to this all right and i think some of these degrees are valid and others are just like okay this can be worked out in a very diplomatic manner but i think people are taking it to the effect of that diplomatic manner can't be reached so I'm just going to launch all the rockets <laughs> at once to destroy that church. So Yeah, yeah, which which leads us I think in kind of the the first the first point, I guess, for lack of a better term is is that we those issues can and should be worked out. Sure. And the only like to not strive for that. Yeah is not doing the needed work that that needs to happen in order for reconciliation to occur. Yeah. Right? So I would say to, you know, these folks that say, well, I I can love Jesus without loving the church. I'd say, well, mm. you really can't because point 1, yeah. There's nobody that has been more unfaithful to Christ yeah. than his bride. Yeah. And Christ's love for his bride never wavers even once. And if you want point blank truth on this, all oh you boy. have to oh go boy. back and do is read the Old Testament. Look at that. I mean, 
look okay, at them so, Israelites. So, so Israel is not the technically we wouldn't say they're the bride of Christ, but they're like the proto bride of Christ. They're the precursor. Yeah, they're the they're the hey, look at this advertisement of something to come. <laughs> yeah, they're the trailer. Yeah, they're the trailer for yeah. the movie. Is what they are. That's they're what the they sizzle are. Reel. <laughs> they're the sizzle reel. They're the sizzle reel. <laughs> so basically, so basically, that sizzle reel was just like, yo. You ain't even ready for what's yeah, coming. I, like, I don't like <laughs> this movie. And then First Corinthians happened, you know? <laughs> I ain't going to watch this movie in theaters. So, I mean, yeah. This I movie mean, going straight to DVD. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, all you have to do is read all the Old Testament and literally, like, First Corinthians to know that, like, this is going to be a hard road ahead. And I think, like, even Jesus' like, high priestly prayer, like, make them one as you and I, Father, are one. That is always going to be our difficulty because we have indwelling sin and Jesus in the Godhead of the Holy Spirit and the Father does not. And that's easy for him to have unity. For us, it's going to be difficult because we have indwelling sin. But then what do we also have? We have the Spirit. Now the question is, are we willing to lean on the Spirit and lean on being charitable and being loving and being careful and being merciful and all those things that we're told to be? Or are we going to lean on, yo, you said this about me? It's go time, baby. So it's like, yeah. Here's the thing. And and, and again, like this, <laughs> with grace and humility, but yeah. again, you want, you want truth? If you say that you can love Jesus without loving his church, yeah. you, you are placing yourself above Jesus. You say, you're saying that you know better than Jesus. You're saying that you know his church and experience his church in mm. ways that Jesus cannot understand. Mm. Look at the Apostle Peter. Denied Jesus three yeah. times. Yeah. Three times. Yeah. To a little girl. Yeah. All right. He's distraught over it. And what before is, that, he was talking a big game. Oh, he big was like, game. Yo, Jesus, I'll die for you, I man. I will die with you, man. I'll die with you. No. Mm. Three times. Denied Christ. <laughs> yeah. Right? What? Look at what Jesus does for Peter after Jesus is raised. Yeah. They're meeting him. Uh, you know, they meet him on the beach. He's just made all the disciples breakfast. Yep. What does he say to Peter? Peter, do you love me? Yeah. He gives Peter three chances to show his commitment and his love to Christ yet again. Yeah. That cover over those three times he denied him. Yeah. Right. We cannot say that God's people. Mm-hmm cannot be loved <laughs> yeah <laughs> when mm. Christ himself has proven again and again that he is willing to love us no matter what yeah yeah absolutely I think so even to, to dovetail off that a little bit as well too do you, will there be times in which you need to like maybe like have a break <laughs> or like maybe some time away from the body in order to figure things out and process sure. But your commitment should always be back to, I want reconciliation to happen. I want conciliation. I want conciliation and reconciliation to happen. I think if you have that in the back of your mind and knowing that Jesus is not done with us, the work that he started in us, he will complete. If you have that in the back of your mind, knowing that, hey, I might need a break from this body because it's affecting me. And hey, by the way, I'm going to seek out some help as well, too, in this. If you're doing that, fantastic. Awesome. We applaud you in that. We'll pray for you. But if you are just like, yo, I'm done. Deuces. Burning that bridge. Um, just blowing up those dams. That is not 
a proper and healthful way to going about a being hurt because then you're going to let bitterness fester in your heart and that is that bitterness is going to spill over in every area of your life and you're going to look through that in an unhealthy way towards God's people or do you look to God and say Lord I am really having a tough time with these folk and I just need to trust you I may need to seek out help away from them for a little bit of time but I'm praying for conciliation and reconciliation and yeah I mean hopefully that that is a helpful tool in going forward versus yeah, let's just burn this thing to the ground. You right, know? right, and I and I would I would encourage our listeners to like, while you're taking that break, like that it, it can't be a long break. Yeah, it has to be short. Like you can't because here's the thing: the longer you're away from the body, the easier it's going to be the, to stay away, and the harder it's going to be to go back. So we need to understand that our our mentality we will be prone to self isolation. Yeah, and. As much as it hurts and as much as it doesn't make sense, yeah, uh, the same people that brought the hurt are going to be the people that God uses to bring the healing, and it's yeah. going to be his people, right? So we need to get to a point to where we see that, and even if we don't feel it, we know it, mm-hmm. and we act on what we know, not what we feel, right? Because our yeah. feelings are fallible, yeah. right? Um you know, often people say, well, you know, I, I can't love the church just because the church is so, you know, there's so many hypocrites, right? Right. It's so broken. It's yeah. so messed up. There's just so many people in it that are, you know, vicious. And just and, and I guess my, my answer to that is like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's it's true. Yeah. There's a that's the reason Jesus it's a came. hospital. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, it is. It's a hospital. Like, that's the reason Jesus came, yeah. is because we are broken, because we're hypocritical, right? I mean, Spurge, I think it was Spurgeon that, I'm going to paraphrase this quote, but he says, you know, there's no perfect church, and if there was, it would cease to be perfect upon you entering it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you need to understand that, yes, <clears throat> we are hypocrites. We are going to sin against each other. We are going to have those moments where we have pain inflicted onto us, and we inflict pain onto others. Yeah. But that's what Jesus is for. Yeah. That's what the gospel is for. And that's why we need him. Yeah. Right. And often people do not allow the gospel to do what the gospel does and bring that reconciliation. And, and instead they do like, like you said, just, I'm just going to, I'm going to pull the pins on these grenades, throw them behind me and not look back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But we need to remember that Jesus, Jesus died for those people. Yeah. Jesus died for his church god so loved his church that he gave her his only son while we were still yet sinners exactly yeah christ died for us yeah right yeah and we need to understand that we cannot take away the value Mm -hmm. of the church that christ has placed upon it yeah right the church the the elect people of God are chosen, bought, and paid for by the most precious thing in history, and that's the blood of Christ. Yeah. And we need to realize that we can't <laughs> both claim that we love Christ, love his gospel, love what he has done for us, while at the same time hating the other people that he has done the same thing for. Yeah. Right, because then we're setting ourselves up on an island as God's like premier mm. chosen people. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like we're kind of setting ourselves up as really the only ones that are worth loving, or even to just putting us on the equal that that equalizing kind of 
field of we're all we're all sinners in this together. Let's let's find some conciliation and reconciliation out of this. Um, yeah, I I totally agree with that. And I I mean, but yet again, you know, as well too. If there's somebody who's been abused and hurt in the church in a serious manner, we need to be even more loving, merciful, kind, gentle. Um, just to well, and their jealous, needs. yeah, and jealous for like, them, jealous for them, yeah, and to say like, we know that you are going through hurt, and this is how we are going to manifest and intentionally show the love of Christ to you in this time, and so, yeah, and if we're not doing that, then, um. It's not, people aren't going to trust you, <laughs> plain and simple. People aren't going to trust you. People aren't going to trust that you're actually looking out for them. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On on the flip side, like, we we don't see there being any good excuse for not loving the church. But on the flip side, we as God's people need to make sure that we are working diligently mm-hmm. to be seeking after those that have been hurt, seeking yeah. after those that have this mentality, Yeah, and to not try to attempt to show them like how lovable we are because yeah. that's that's not true yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I'm not lovable yeah but we need to show them why <laughs> we need to show them the glory of Christ yeah and his gospel and how that is manifested and shown through the love that he has for his people and the love that we have for each other yeah right like yeah. it's so important that we do that for for our family yeah right so we need to make sure that we are cultivating kind of that that uh, that mentality in our churches where if you have been hurt by the church or if you've been you know you know whatever your experience is you realize that look we understand that this is the place where that happened but this is also the place where God is going to heal you yeah and it might not be with that it's most likely not going to be with that that particular body yeah, yeah. right yeah um, but that does not mean that we throw out, throw the baby out with the bathwater, yeah. right? Which yeah. is, I think, is is so prevalent in our culture right now. And I don't know. I mean, I don't really know if I know why. It just seems like whatever the issue is, like take the hot button issues, sure, that are going on in the church right now. Whether yeah. it be the SBC, whether it be CRT, yeah. Whether it be, why do they all rhyme, right? <laughs> like everyone's throwing the baby out with the bathwater, yeah. and choosing polar opposite sides and saying if you're not on this side. Mm-hmm then we have nothing to do with you. Yeah, I think part of it, too, is like just that connective tissue. You know, if there's connective tissue to it, then it's got to be messed up, you know? And it's like, okay, there's connective tissue there, but it's like, hey, let's uh, let's let the great physician do his work and and basically work go. on us and, and get that surgery done and basically get that connective tissue back to health, you know? So... Yeah, it's uh, and part of that health is going to be reliance on the spirit and reliance on scripture and letting the spirit do his do his work in our lives, and that's tough because we don't want that. We want usually what we want is quick fixes right here, right now, especially in North America, at least. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of the culture that we're in, yeah. you know. And I think we're in a culture that's very, very self-absorbed. Um, and very prone to making ourselves out to be the victim. Sure. Like we have huge victim mentality in America today. Um, and we need to realize that, that that 
you know, like we were saying before, not everything is abuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? A disagreement is not abuse. Yeah. Right? You, somebody saying something mean to you is is not abuse. Right? We need to be make sure that we need to make sure that we are clearly defining our terms so that we can accurately take care of the problem. Right? Yeah. So, but whatever it is, be going back to scripture. Right? If you're one of these individuals that believes you can love Jesus without loving his church, I would I would lovingly challenge you, look at how Jesus treats his church. Yeah. Look at how Jesus interacts with his church. Yeah. Do what Jack says. Look at the Old Testament. Look at how, how long-suffering God was with the Israelites. How it seems like every other chapter they're falling again, and then yeah. they come back, right? They, they, they tear down the high places, yeah. and then they set the high places back up, and then they tear down the high places, and it's literally just a cycle Mm-hmm. Again and again, almost pretty in, in a lot of cases, but chapter by chapter of them coming back to God, God reconciling them, and then them falling again. Yeah. And then God bringing them back. Look at the long suffering that God has for his wayward people. Yeah. Right? It's a very important exercise to, to do because then apply that to yourself. How many times have you fallen short mm. of Christ's love for you. Yeah. How many times have you shown yourself to be unworthy to be counted among his brothers or sisters? Yeah. How many times have you found yourself falling short of the glory of God because of your sin? Yeah. And look at how God has dispensed his love upon you. How can we not as his children who have received so much yeah. not then extend that love, that grace, that long-suffering patience? To our brothers and sisters. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's the parable of the unforgiving servant. Yeah. Like, look, look, uh, Matthew 18. Yeah. He had been given so much, and he turns around, and he's like, sh- you know, shaking his fellow worker by the collar, pay yeah. back what you owe me. Yeah. And the visceral reaction that the king has to that servant. Mm-hmm. Right? He calls him, you wicked servant. Yeah, like, wicked is a term that is mainly reserved in scripture as a depiction of Satan. Mm-hmm. And here we have God calling that unforgiving man that same term. Yeah. Like, you are of your father, the devil. Yeah. When we refuse to forgive and love our brothers and sisters who have wronged against us, right? Yeah. So, it's amazing how when we go back to Scripture and we see what we have been given, the arguments for being able to love Christ and not his people don't truly have much merit i think i think as well too a bigger cosmic view of this as well is that what we're talking about uh gets into the cosmos in that most of our battles that we're dealing here on earth are because of spiritual implications that are going on like we're not wrestling against flesh and blood we're wrestling against the we're wrestling against the rulers and principalities and the in the you know so what you're saying is we gotta bind Satan we gotta we gotta uh, name it and claim it we gotta pray it uh, and slay it we gotta no. come against Satan and bind him with all of our powers no 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 what I'm what I'm saying is is be discerning and that discernment oh. is, is not is not just calling everybody a heretic or not going out and just scorch earthing everybody but it's like actually taking due diligent time to say listen Okay, here's an issue. It's like, I think we need to have a conversation about this issue. But then also be in prayer to say, like, Lord, 
I don't know what's going on in this situation. I know that you are sovereign over it, that your spirit is moving, that you are going to eradicate lies and falsehood, and that you are going to bring your truth. So, I mean, there, I mean, honestly, there is a, there's a lot of demonic stuff going on these days, but I mean, like you can be very balanced in that and just saying like, I don't know for me, it's like when I see the demonic, what do I do? I go back to scripture and say, how do I identify that? How do I know that this person is actually like just having a difference of opinion versus like of Satan? <laughs> um, yeah. So just because it's a difference of opinion, yeah, does not mean automatically Satan. Yeah. It's like yeah. difference of opinion, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> difference in interpretation, Satan. Yeah. Let's let, difference in application, <laughs> Satan. Yeah. Let's not let's not do that. I mean, straight to jail. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. We, we can't go off into that kind of zone. We, we do have to be charitable and we do have to understand because people are coming from different perspectives and they have lived different lives than you have and they see things differently. Now, what do we all have to do? Um, you know, this, this was a great kind of church history kind of plug, but, um, you know, a lot of the times when certain men disagreed, uh, I remember uh, Augustine would say this, you know, he's like, hey, you, you agree with this council and I agree with this council, but we have to keep in mind what we have in unity, the Holy Scriptures. So if we're not going to scripture to derive that truth, that is a huge issue, right, in and of itself. Now, yeah. we can talk about the, the difference of interpretation and the and sometimes maybe the nuance that might happen to that. But if we aren't going to Scripture and saying, hey, let's hit this thing in the in the, in the the tail here and try and figure this out from a, a, a biblical worldview, then... Yeah, yeah, if you're coming against an issue that you say is unbiblical and your sources for why it's unbiblical is something other than Scripture, we have a problem. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like if yeah. it's if it's somebody's book, or yeah. if it's somebody's you know speech, yeah. or somebody's sermon, fill in the blank yeah. you know, with whatever you want. If it's not the Bible primarily, not not that those things can't be helpful. Yeah. Sermons and books can be helpful, right? Yeah. To further explain, but further explain what? What Scripture says? Yeah. Come to me with the Bible, chapter and verse. If you don't come to me with a chapter and verse, we're not going to have a conversation until that is your primary source. Yeah. Right. And even sometimes, too, I mean, I've experienced this recently where, I mean, some people will give you proof texts for a certain argument and you're like, yo. Doesn't mean that's what it says. Yeah. And, and on top of it, there's this thing called hermeneutics. <laughs> <laughs> Herman what? Her, Herman who? <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just like, you know, are, are you really trying to do your due diligence in trying to be objective or are you just trying to fish in really bad places? Like you trying to go to a nuclear like waste dump to try and catch trout, that ain't gonna happen right there. <laughs> you might catch something, but you ain't gonna eat it. You ain't gonna want to eat it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I totally agree in that in that regard. So, so yeah, I mean, small rabbit trail, but but related, right? So, our encouragement to you is is that you know if you have this belief or you know of someone that has this belief, uh, lovingly point them to the scriptures, lovingly point them to Christ, show them what Christ has done both for them and his people, right? Um, they are part of his people if they are in Christ. Yeah, just seeing right? the narrative of the text over and over again. It, it, it really is very simple. Yeah. Like, like it, is, it, is very, it is very clear. 
um, that Christ love, loves his people yeah. and commands his his followers to do so as well. Yeah. Right? So that's our encouragement to you. Love Christ by loving his people. Show that you are committed to Christ. Show that you are committed to his gospel by being long-suffering with his people mm-hmm. because that's what he does for us. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So, Jack, good talk. It's a little louder in here than normal. Yeah, yeah. It is, but but you got your Diet Coke. Yeah. Uh, you seem satisfied. to be doing well. You're satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we wrap up this time, you can always catch us on the sociables, if you will. You can follow us on them, the tweaker, the Facebook, mm-hmm. the Instagram, if you will. Uh, all at our tag, at Reformatory Pod. Josh, you can tell the lovely people how you can support us, maybe with some kashiche, if you will. We like that kashiche. Yes. And yes. by kashiche, what we mean is... Bitcoin. Mula. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> yes. Send your Bitcoin get jump them, drives. Get them do- Doge coins That's going right. right. We now. want Dogecoin <laughs> and Bitcoin sent to us in USB drives. And you can, uh, if you've got that for us, then we will provide you a PO box that I will literally create if somebody wants to send us Bitcoin. <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, if if you're not into the uh, Bitcoin market, as so many and their uncle seem to be now, yeah, um, we have a Patreon. And we do appreciate our patrons that are there currently uh, helping us keep this podcast going. Right? Yeah. It takes some cost doing the podcast, and we really do appreciate uh, those that have partnered with us. And for the cost of, I mean, definitely less than a Bitcoin. I don't know what a Bitcoin is right now. Oh, it's in, like yeah. up, up, what, 30000 yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, a fraction something, of that. something, something of That's a Bitcoin. That's right. For a cost of like a large order of fries at McDonald's. Basically, yes. There we go. There you we go. could be a patron. And uh, partner with us in our mission to make this local church central in the lives of God's people. And if you do so, we promise you, our pledge to you, your name will be hallowed. Hallowed. Hallowed through the halls of this podcast. We greatly appreciate all of your support. And we thank you all for listening. And we will catch you on the next step of The Reformatory. (laughs) 